No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Adam and Eve had disobeyed God and would now have to leave the Garden of Eden. Life would be hard, but God would be faithful to take care of them. Today, Pastor Daryl continues in Genesis chapter 3, verse 20. Hope you'll join us for Simply the Bible. Life had just begun, and already it was a new chapter for Adam and Eve. Sin had brought dire consequences to the human family. It also meant that they would have to leave this paradise of Eden, for man could not continue forever in a fallen state. We pick it up in Genesis chapter 3, verse 20. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. On the day that woman was formed, Adam called her woman, Isha, because she was taken out of man, Ish. As he listened to God tell her that she would give birth in pain and that the promised seed who would crush the serpent's head would come from her, he named his wife Eve, which means life giver, because she was the mother of all living. When my wife Cindy was pregnant, I remember thinking how beautiful she looked. There is just something wonderful about a woman's capacity to give life to another human being. Men would be wise to always view their wives as life givers. Now that our children are grown, Cindy continues to give life to our children, grandchildren, and many others as the life of Christ flows through her. It's what she does. Verse 21. Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them. When Adam and Eve felt naked and ashamed, they tried to cover themselves by sewing fig leaves together. While they needed clothing, their own efforts were completely inadequate. God saw their need and provided for them. Even though God told Adam that in the day he sinned, he would surely die, the first death on earth was not man, but an innocent animal that was sacrificed to clothe man. We wonder if Adam and Eve watched while the Lord killed one of the beasts that Adam had named, knowing that its life was sacrificed so that their nakedness could be covered. It is interesting that The Hebrew word for atone is kafar, which means to cover. There could be no atonement without the shedding of innocent blood. God testified by this act that our nakedness and shame could only be covered by the death of someone else. This was the origin of the sacrificial system as the only means for man to stand clothed and unashamed before a just and holy God. Verse 22, then the Lord God said, behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. 
So he drove out the man and he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Before man sinned, he was innocent, knowing only good. Now he also knew evil. If God permitted him to remain in Eden, he could eat of the tree of life and live forever in this fallen, corrupted condition. God did not want this to happen, and I believe it was his mercy. I can't imagine living forever in these sinful, disease-prone bodies. The Lord sent Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. Now Adam would begin to eat his bread by the sweat of his brow. God placed cherubim, that is, more than one cherub, on the east side of Eden, and a flaming sword turning in all directions to guard the way to the tree of life. Once Adam and Eve had known sweet fellowship with the Lord, but now the cherubim and the flaming sword were visible reminders that they were separated from God's presence. They would have to wait for the promised seed of the woman to give them free access into the Lord's presence and everlasting life. Genesis chapter 4. Now Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Eve conceived and gave birth to their firstborn son. She named him Cain, which means acquired. It is possible she believed that Cain was the promised seed who would crush the serpent's head. She gave birth again and named their second son Abel, which means breath. As siblings often do, they grew up pursuing different interests. Abel was a keeper of the sheep and Cain a tiller of the ground. Both were noble professions. Each one was diligent to follow the word of the Lord that it would be by the sweat of their face that they would eat bread. Verse 3. In the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. The phrase, in the process of time, probably spanned over a hundred years. Adam would live to be 930 years old, so a century was only a fraction of his life. Both Cain and Abel brought offerings to the Lord. How good and right it is when parents teach and train their children to worship the Lord. Each son brought a different offering. The Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. We are not told exactly why. Many centuries later, when God would give the law to Moses, there was provision for both animal sacrifices and grain offerings. It is possible that God specified the kind of offering that he wanted, but we have no account of that. Perhaps the best clue is found in Hebrews 11.4, which says, By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, 
God testifying of his gifts, and through it, he, being dead, still speaks. From this we know two things. First, Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. And second, it was offered in faith. Abel brought the firstborn of his flock and their fat. It could be that Abel took his cue from the animal God sacrificed to provide clothing for Adam and Eve. Since they were vegetarians, the only reason that Abel would kill the firstborn of his flock and present the fat portions was because he knew that this would please the Lord. By faith, Abel sacrificed and gave God the best he had. Cain, on the other hand, brought an offering of the fruit of the ground. Whether it was the best he had to offer, we don't really know. All we know is that the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but did not respect Cain and his offering. For the one who searches hearts, it isn't only what we give, but also the attitude with which we give it. Evidently, Abel sought to worship God on God's terms, whereas Cain sought to worship God on his own terms. Many today seek to approach God on their own terms. Their hearts are not humbled, and they parade themselves before God. Jesus told the story of a Pharisee and tax collector who both went to the temple to pray. The Pharisee prayed, I thank you, God, that I am not a sinner like everyone else. For I don't cheat, I don't sin, and I don't commit adultery. I certainly am not like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I give you a tenth of my income. But the tax collector stood at a distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed. Instead, he beat his chest in sorrow, saying, O God, be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. The tax collector went home justified rather than the Pharisee. And Jesus said that whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. When a person insists on approaching God his own way, by his own merits, God does not look upon it with respect. The only way we can approach God is to come to him on his terms, through the blood sacrifice of his Son. It is by Christ's atonement that our nakedness and shame are covered. Verse 5 And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door, and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. The face expresses what's in the heart. Cain's countenance fell because he was very angry. And why was he angry? The Apostle John tells us that it was because his works were evil and his brothers were righteous. Cain was not sorrowful that he had brought an unacceptable offering. He was angry with Abel because he had done the right thing. Not only was Cain angry, he was also envious. God knew Cain's heart and intervened because he loved him. God was not playing favorites. If Cain did the right thing, then he would be accepted. But if he did not do the right thing, then sin lie at his door like a lion, ready to pounce. The apostle Peter wrote, Be sober, be vigilant, 
because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Sin and Satan wanted to have Cain. But the Lord said, you must rule over it. Notice sin's progression. Because Cain sinned in his worship, he was angry. Angry with Abel for doing good and angry with God for rejecting him. Rather than humbling himself, Cain felt sorry for himself. And now sin desired to devour him like a hungry lion. God confronted Cain to give him opportunity to repent before it was too late. Maybe you have felt like God or others have rejected you. Perhaps you're angry, envious, or feeling sorry for yourself. You have a choice. You can continue meditating on these things so that sin has you and ultimately consumes you, or you can humble yourself now. Confess your sin and ask God to give you the power to rule over it. Choose wisely. Your destiny depends on it. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepper Ridge Elementary School in Boise. To listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. Join Pastor Daryl tomorrow as he continues in the book of Genesis with the story of Cain and Abel. 